This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was Facebook. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It's the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode 84. 84, man. And we are releasing this on August 4th, which is what on the calendar, Adam? 8-4! Play those numbers, folks. But <laughs> Illuminati! Exactly. <laughs> Illuminati. Do you believe in the Illuminati? Someone was just... I was just having lunch. Maggie and I had lunch with some friends just the other day. Brunch. Uh, Jen and Todd. Todd fully believes in the Illuminati. Okay. And the fervor with which he was talking about it made me believe it. Believe in it less. Okay. Because it was like he sounded a little, a little unhinged, a little off the rails. Okay. And, like, I don't believe that there are lizard people that control the world. I don't believe that, like, Dick Cheney and Jay-Z and Beyonce are lizards underneath. They, some people do believe that? Todd, for instance. Why lizards? That was my question. I think that the idea was that these lizards – honestly, yeah, I I'm say listening. this with a straight face and this is <laughs> coming to me secondhand. I'm listening with the straightest face I have. <laughs> I think the idea is that there, it's an alien species of lizard that has been here maybe even since the prehistoric days. Okay. And these super race of lizards have maybe evolved evolutionarily. Okay. And like some of our more powerful people in the world, the Steve Jobses, yep. the Zuckerbergs, et cetera, are somehow deri- like descendants of or maybe directly these lizard – this lizard species. Did he explain where that traces back to? <laughs> no. Like why has, – has there ever been like a celebrity that like fell off their bike and a little bit of like green skin like poked out under their regular tan skin? Can you imagine? I'm, well, I'm just wondering like why do you have to believe that it's a lizard? Why can't you just think that it's like the intellectual elite? That's what I'm saying. Pushing them their way to the top. Exactly. And I was like do I believe that there's like a cabal of like super wealthy, like the eight wealthiest peoples in the world that like hang out and like have secret meetings and like drink blood and make all the decisions? Yes. Right. I actually do believe that. Yeah. Like, I know that there's, like, skulls and bones and secret societies and the bushes were in the Yale secret this yeah, and that. Yeah, all the I fraternities believe... of the world and all the all power, of course. And the stonemasons. That's I think, like, it also drives from, like, the stonemasons, this, like, ancient guild of people. And yep. they're secretly controlling things. Okay. You lose me at lizards, though. Yeah. You just lose me at lizards. I know. And if you're if that's your starting – if that's your <laughs> yeah. entry point, yeah. they were lizards and then they figured out how to look like people, come on. I don't believe any of that. Yeah. I, I would like to think that, that a super genius lizard is smart enough to know that I could just be a super genius lizard and people are just going to have to respect it. Exactly. Why do they need to colonize the states? Why? Why do they need to write 99 problems? No reason. I don't see why a, a lizard would have to come down from outer space and be like, this is the only place where I can write 99 problems. 99 problems. There's nothing like this on my planet. Okay. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't totally, I don't really buy the Illuminati thing. Okay. However, sure. numerology, and I don't know anything about this, but like I also know that like an element of like the Illuminati conspiracy theory thing is like numbers and the power of numbers. Yeah. And people were freaking out about like Jay-Z's album, like 444. Right. Oh my God, the address where he recorded or the, the, the where the Solange fight was was 444. Oh my God, numerology Illuminati. But okay. Like, really to me, that just felt like decoding it. Where it was yeah. just like people, there's always going to be artists who put like kind of like interesting lyrics that you don't understand at first. Yes. And then over time you figure out what those lyrics mean. Yes. I mean, 444, is that that hard? No. The hotel, maybe that's where it was? Maybe that's where it was, but right. also wasn't the, isn't the mythology that he kind of woke up at 444 and wrote that verse? Right. So Anyway, people are going to stretch to find connections right. and claim that there are lizard uh, people running the world. You know, at first I didn't believe it, but after hearing about it, yes, I do believe that Beyonce Knowles is a beautiful and talented <laughs> lizard woman. 
<laughs> I mean, honestly, like if – what I, I would be very curious as what the public discourse would be if Beyonce did fall off her bike, did have a scrape, and it was revealed that she has like a little scaly green skin underneath. I think We'd the Bayhive would be a little freaked out. <laughs> it's a harder thing to push. It's a harder. It's a harder product to push to the public when you're saying that this is our queen when the queen is actually a, a lizard. Liz, There's a, a lot. We have questions. I'll ask you this. Yes. She falls off her bike. Yes. We get some green lizard skin poking her through. Bike. Do we still treat her with the same dignity that we've been treating Beyonce? Or do we say, hey, listen, we have to put you in a cell for now. This is a lot. We have, to, we have a lot of questions and we can't let you go out. That's what I'm so fascinated. I mean, I think, uh, to me, I almost think that her stature and her uh, sort of like um, her, her stature in pop culture would be elevated, if anything. Because- really? Because it would be it would be at least a shred of evidence that she is indeed a lizard monster. You think that the, the public would be happy to accept it? We'd be easily accepting of that insane news. I think we'd be freaked insane. Out. It would be insane. I think we'd be freaked out. That would shatter all senses of reality. I would suddenly question what other animals are hiding underneath this skin. Who else is a lizard? Is Gabrus a grizzly? <laughs> he might be. If we scratch him, will there be brown fur under the surface? Everyone would just be scratching their friends to see what lizards lie beneath. Weird. <laughs> so, I don't know. And then I guess you'd have to go to Todd and be like, hey, listen, you were right. You were right. You were I'm right. sorry that I teased you into your face and on the podcast. Damn. Because you were correct. Okay, well, only time will tell. If someone can get Beyonce a bike, that yes. will help. Yes, Get her a bike, maybe she'll fall, maybe, maybe we'll she'll learn. fall we can find out that way. I think that's okay. the only way to find out. Okay. Um, it's a, we really an accurate transition into the topic that we're discussing today because one of the most powerful people in the world who, if anyone was going to be in the Illuminati and uh, would be a lizard man, yeah. it would be Mark Zuckerberg, Correct. CEO of Facebook, which yes. is what we're going to talk about today. Facebook. That, mm-hmm. Facebook I, is the topic of today. Yeah. Um, We've discussed social media on the podcast, but we really want to hone in on the lizard man Zuckerberg and his lizard site. Yes. Facebook. Facebook <laughs> came out when we were in college. It literally came out when we were in college. Yeah, I believe I was a sophomore in college when it came out. Yes. What about you? Yeah. Do you remember? I think that's right. Well, I was – and I think maybe I touched on this in our social media episode, but I was late to the Facebook game. I think it did literally come out when we were in college. Right, right, right. For sure. Yeah, and I I remember at my school at least it was very popular very quick because it was only a college thing. Yes. You had to be a college student in order to be a part of Facebook. Isn't funny to think of in retrospect? And it was – when someone was like, hey, Billy, you need to get on Facebook, everyone puts pictures of themselves and it's a way of like getting to know people on campus. Hard no. Hard no. Hard no. Because you were like, I can just meet people IRL. And it's just like creepy. Why would I put my information out like that? That's right. There was like that. That wasn't really a thing yet. That's right. It makes me think, though. What was the popularity of MySpace when that was happening? Did I have a MySpace page? I don't think I did. Really, you did. That surprises me because I, I know I did. Mm-hmm. I certainly had a MySpace page. I feel like MySpace was was like peak when I got to when I first got to college, which right. was two thousand one. Yeah. My I feel like MySpace in my sort of holy memory, hmm. MySpace was the alpha. That was like the social media site. Really? Right. That Am came I out crazy? before Facebook, and then MySpace oh, yeah. rolls up. Yeah. Oh, wait, that came out, and then Facebook rolls and up. And then Facebook rolled up and blew it out of the water, I think. Huh, okay. But MySpace was like, for for like, that was like kind of music-centric for a while. Love it, it, man. It was like Love so, it. like, the, it was so, like, poorly formatted yeah. and unclean. And, there would just be, like, big pictures of, like, the band Stained <laughs> or, like, Corn, like, taking up, like, three quarters of, like, a screen. You're like, whoa. Whoa. And it would, like, hey, Jeff. that was another Internet 1.0, like, choice where it was like, let's just have music coming right out the gate. You right. open up this page, you're getting blasted with some Stained. They won't need to ask for it. They right. click on the site, the music starts. Right, right, right. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, MySpace okay. was big. Right. And remember, funny side note about MySpace, after Facebook came and sort of like just eclipse MySpace in yeah. one swoop. Do you remember who MySpace's savior was that came in and bought it and tried to revive it? Dare I say JT? J. Timberlake. Wow. Himself. Those boys <gasps> took big swings J- post NSYNC. Timberlake himself. Last I- Bass wanted to go to the moon. 
<laughs> yeah, he just asked. And JT wanted to save the space. He wanted to be Zuckerberg. Wow. I like to think that Timberlake was inspired by his role as Sean Parker in the Facebook movie Social Network and wow. was like, wait a minute, could I actually, now that I've played an internet mogul in the movies, could I be one? But is that bad? Is that a bad look? No. It's not a bad look to uh, play the, uh, well, I guess he wasn't really team Facebook, was he, in the movie? No, he was Sean Parker who created Napster. Okay. And remember, he was the one that delivered the line, a million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool? A one billion, billion dollars. dollars. And he's right. And he's right. That's it's a very cool number. That's cool. Yeah. That's something the Illuminati would say. Say you play for the Yankees, though. Can you go then buy the Mets? That doesn't feel like uh, a little... What do you mean? Like, if you're... I'm just saying that J- JT yes. got famous off of the Facebook story. Yes. Now he's an internet mogul, quote-unquote. Yes. Yes. And then he slides over to MySpace to, to buy the bad guy? Maybe. Okay. The bad guy. And, well, he did. And it just... I, I want to say... And, again, in my sort of cursory knowledge of it, I think it almost failed spectacularly. I mean, MySpace <laughs> is no... We're not... It's nowhere. It just didn't go anywhere. It just didn't go anywhere. Which is kind of what MySpace has been for the last 10. I think he tried to make it, like, an exclusively... Because, like I said, I always had the impression that it was, like, weirdly... Mu- I always affiliated with music. Right. Somehow. Like, it was, like, for bands. It feels like it was pre-like, too. Pre-like. The concept of liking. That's really interesting. That yeah. is something that face. That is like a word that Facebook has own has reclaimed. That is that has been an absolute game changer. Wow. The ability to like things. That's now really you true. can like every sort of social media. You can say I like acknowledged and I like it. And that's the that the like is the currency of social media. It's almost the that is the dollar of yeah. social media. That is the that is the currency. That is the thing. Mm-hmm. But you're so right. Facebook has like taken the word like yep. just the word like. Yeah. And now it like means something different. It means social. Social media approval. Yeah. That's and that, wild. That's a game changer. It's a yeah. way to clock the success of what you're doing socially. How many likes? How many likes did you get? Whereas in MySpace, it was just a post, keep it moving. I think so. A post, keep it moving. I think it was a po- I don't even know if there was like a feed. I think it was like, go to my MySpace page. Right. I just think it was like everyone had their own MySpace page. <laughs> right. That they never really interacted. I'm not even sure if there was like a main MySpace.com like feed page. Right. I don't even think that was, it was like that. Yeah. I think it was I'm like, go sh- to my band's MySpace. Right. You know, there was a main page for like myspace.com because one time Harvard Sailing Team was had a video featured on it. Oh, that's right. And that was like a big deal for us. It was a very big deal that's for us. That's right. We watched the numbers climb in real time and we <laughs> yeah. were like, this can't be <laughs> yeah. happening. Yeah. It was Clayton trying to go into a closet and turn off oh, a, that's right. that a light. Oh, that's right. That was one. That's a good one. And then he couldn't figure out if the light actually went off and so he tried a few more times. A million hits on MySpace. A million hits on MySpace.com. Platinum on MySpace, dog. That's crazy. Platinum, dog. So then Facebook rolls up. We're in college. You're a little resistant at first. Yeah. Because whatever. It's new. I don't it's know. It's a new thing. Yeah. That was my, that was my thoughts exactly. Right. I'll be, <laughs> I wanted to like simplify my life. Mm-hmm. I was like too busy downloading like Kazaa. Yeah. Like stealing music on Kazaa. I was like, I don't have room. I don't have time in my life right now. Between LimeWire and Kazaa, <laughs> I, I like, don't I'm really busy. have the space <laughs> on the computer or in my day-to-day. I'm busy right now. Right, right, right. I'm busy downloading other meaningless websites that right. are going to make my computer crash mm-hmm. in 54321 it just crashed. And then was it Harvard Sailing Team that made it happen where we were like, listen, you have to have a Facebook page now? Ironically enough, and again, I may have talked about this on a social media episode, I was working for that ESPN show called Pretty Good Sports Show. Yeah. The producer and friend to this day, Melissa Panzer, was like, all right, asshole, like, you're getting a Facebook page. Right. It was, two, that, that, that was 2010. You're actively hurting your career at this point. You're shooting yourself in the foot. I know you are cool and you don't want it. You're getting one. Right. I'm sitting you down. Like, right. And like a babysitter. 
babysitter. She sat me down. Yep. And she did it with me. Mm-hmm. Walked me through it. Necessary. Necessary. Now signing up for social media is all of like, go to the webpage and it's like, want us to link you with your Twitter account? And you said yes. And before you know it, you have a whole account set up. Seriously. It's like, now it's here to gobble you up. I know. You don't need to, no one needs to be sat down anymore. Exactly. Like right. you're just born and you get like a social security number and you get like a, a Facebook I, account. It's just like, That's you're born. coming. You're born that with feels it. very likely. <laughs> That's right around the corner. Um, we talked Justin Timberlake. It's time to go into our first act break. Okay. Take your freaking pick. Oh, baby, JT, mm-hmm. one of the greatest MySpace artists of our generation. You know what's a secret song? Do you know the song Senorita? Oh, yeah. Senorita? Can we? I think it's Pharrell on the beat. <laughs> Pharrell made that, yeah. Should we do JT Senorita? Por favor. So this one's for the Senoritas. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, huh, it's my pleasure to introduce to you. He's a friend of mine. Yes, yes, I am. And he goes by the name. <laughs> Justin, whoa, all the way from Memphis, Tennessee, and he got something special for y'all tonight. He gonna sing a song for y'all about this girl. Come in right here. Yeah, come on. <laughs> on that sunny day, didn't know I'd meet. Such a beautiful girl walking down the street. See those bright brown eyes with tears coming down. She deserves a crown. But where is it now? Mama, listen.
Something's heating up. Can I leave with you? And then the ladies go, I don't know what I'm thinking about. Really leaving with you. God sing. It feels like something's heating up. Can I leave with you? And ladies, I don't know what I'm thinking about. Really leaving with you. Feels good, don't it? Come on. It feels like something's heating up. Come on. Can I leave yeah. with you? Yeah, ladies. I don't know what I'm sure thinking about. Sure feel good to me. Sing it one more God. time. Senorita by Justin Timberlake of MySpace.com. And while we're talking about Senoritas, let's also talk about the Boriquas. The Bo- and the Borenas. Billy! <laughs> God almighty, Boriqua. I mean, the Senorita, the Boriqua, and the Borena. Was, there was a window of time where I was singing that in the chorus of many a pop song. Yeah. yeah. Boriqua, Morena. What's, mori- what's mo- Morena? Uh, I think, uh, I want to say, I don't know exactly, probably brown-haired girl. Oh, I would imagine Morena, Morena. I would, I would infer mm-hmm. uh, that it means brown-haired girl. And Boricua means Puerto Rican girl. Okay, great. Yes. So maybe it's a Puerto Rican girl, brown-haired girl. I think that two descriptors there. So if they have two specific requests, they want one Puerto Rican girl, and the other one, it doesn't matter about your ethnicity, just need that brown. On uh, the menu of girls, that's right. the choosing from the menu there. Right. If um, you speak better Spanish than us, why don't you uh, send us an email at NoJokePod and uh, let us know what Morena means. In fact, that would be a great subject name for the email. Here's what Morena, Morena means. means. So maybe it means brown girl. Can you confirm it? If it means a brown person, brown, brown haired or brown, brown hair girl, maybe. Yeah. Just uh, send it to nojokepod at gmail.com. Simultaneously, you can tell us on Twitter at nojokepod. Once again, on Twitter, we are at nojokepod. Absolutely. Now, Billy, you were saying before that we were joking at the end of the first act. People are going to be born and have their own Facebook accounts. Yes. Not so funny. Probably real in like three years. Right. Something that stunned me. I was looking at Instagram this morning. I did not realize that there's a function now on Instagram where you could just email the person and it just links right to their. There's like a little bar on your Instagram thing that says email and you can just it just links right to their gmail address Wait, and what do you mean you can send the picture via email no it's just like i went on my friend tony's instagram i was scrolling looking at his pictures and then at the top under his name it just said email okay and i clicked on it just out of curiosity okay and it just drafts an email to his gmail address oh it's really like it just links right to his gmail hmm, so I, just y- to the point that all social medias are collapsing on themselves yeah and just becoming the same yeah, they all start owning one another. <laughs> yeah. I remember when YouTube, who, Google bought YouTube That's right. for like $2.6 billion or something right? like that. And it was like an astronomical number. Yeah. That company is worth like 20 times that right now. It's like none of, <laughs> yeah. they all just own one another. Social media is just a big, big cesspool of like, just companies. Facebook owns Instagram. Correct. That, this is crazy. Of course. I mean, this is like... <laughs> Apple owns Beats by Dre. Everyone, these, yeah. these companies just start, like, they're like, oh, you have a thing that we are more expensive than you, so we'll just buy you, and now we'll both yes. be expensive. Yes. Doesn't really matter. It's all about the likes. It is really wild now. I mean, again, like, and we should get, have someone smarter than us to sort of come in and actually talk about this, but like, it does feel like the 
tech companies now, Apple, Facebook, Amazon, yeah. are like kind of the new robber barons, like the 21st century, like steel and oil magnets and that they are the, and I know that you just got finished reading Howard's in, yeah. but like, I really do feel like these tech giants now right. kind of occupy a similar, like creeping towards monopolizing Sure. Space. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> just yeah. Just like inching towards monopoly. You're Amazon. Right. And it's like, and again, this is a kind of a cynical thing to say, but in my mind, it's like the only thing that can save us from evil billionaires yeah. are good billionaires. Okay. And it's like, to me, it's like, please, Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon, who now just bought Whole Foods and right. the Washington Post. Yeah. So like you, one man controls what we read, buy, eat, and mm-hmm. learn. Mm-hmm. It's like, I hope you're benevolent. Please yeah. be a nice one. Do you think that a benevolent <laughs> person would buy all of those things? Yes, I do. Okay, good. Because I do. Because I because I'm not so cynical to think that people like Mark Zuckerberg and people like Jeff Bezos don't actually genuinely want to make positive a positive difference in the world yep. and and think that they can given their wealth and influence that they can actually affect positive change. There you I go. want to believe that they really want that okay. for all of us. Yes, yes, yes. And acknowledge that they are so dumb, rich and powerful that it's like kind of up to them. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's like up to Jeff Bezos to make the world better and to fix everything. That's how it works when you're that powerful. It's so weird. Right. But we have face we have Facebook right now. But we have Facebook right now. And we're talking Zuck. We're talking Zuck. Um the like is important. The like is huge. I remember when uh the it started to feel like, okay, it's not just updates, now it's a picture website. Yeah. That was like maybe five or six years ago. Suddenly like pictures and likes and you this started feeling like now we're promoting ourselves. Yes. The crossover where it's not just like this one picture from this one thing, but now it's kind of like this stream. Yes. This stream of activity. Yes. Updates and all that kind of stuff. Still pre-Twitter. Yes. But a place where you can kind of just get all Post stuff. pics and there's news. Right. It just starts feeling like a bit, bit more ubiquitous with like everyday life. Now I'm just on Facebook even when, you know, in my in-between time. Facebook really has become – uh, almost like the, and again, I don't know, we're 34 and 30, whatever, 34 ish years old, but we, it's just like, and I don't know if this is the same way for like actual millennials, like actual teens these days, but Facebook does seem to be the, 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 almost the tree root yes. from which everything, it's just like, that brings you to the New York times. That yeah. brings you to this other website that and, brings you to the news and power and good, <laughs> props to Facebook because so many other websites just die. I know. You know, like MySpace like hit its peak yep. and then just like died off. Yeah. It has like – it hasn't lost its sort of like importance or relevance, no. I should say. If anything, it's like taken on like an older generation. Yes. Now. Everyone our parents' age now has to have a Facebook account. Every business has to have – it's like it feels like it's stayed strong. Maggie says it's the phone book. Yeah. Maggie says it's the phone book. Right. I mean like not being – and that's the thing about Melissa sitting me down and doing it. It's like it's a little – and our friend Farron, we tease her because at one point years ago, she was like, I think it's irresponsible for you to not have a smartphone. I think it's like – like mm-hmm. socially and like personally irresponsible at this point in life yeah. to not have a smartphone. With the advancements we, of technology. Yeah. And we kind of like teased her and poked her at the time. But honestly, she's got a point. And Super it's like, right. She's got a pretty good point. Take what information is available. It's the phone book. How do you want to find someone just like casually? Facebook. Especially when you, who works in a collective <laughs> with a group, yeah. is just increasingly harder and harder to get in touch with when everyone is getting easier and easier. It's a burden on your friends. Yes. Like, get off your high horse. I know. Get the web in your pocket. Get the web, man. Yeah. How often are you... Now, I would venture a guess that I am probably a little more Facebook, I would say addicted or whatever, on Facebook a little bit more than you are. Okay. How... What is your daily Facebook interaction? What it, are your like daily Facebook routine? It really has just become promoting stuff shows, that we're working on. Shows. Yeah, it's like I don't care to like really share my actual opinions there. Maybe I'll write jokes and right. put them there. But for the like nine posts out of ten, yes. it's just a, a promoting a promotion. Something. You read it for other people's news. You no, just like scroll. Interesting. No, interesting. You don't I, even do I, that. Think, I think that even in the last 
like since Trump, I'll say that since Trump, it just got too sticky. It, and like even just like the months leading up to it, yeah, I just it, it clarified how few people I actually know right, right. on Facebook. That's so true. When we started Facebook, like it was still kind of cool. Like, oh, this person's a fan of Harvard Italian team. Say yes to everybody. Yep. And to a certain extent, that still holds true. Yes. But. Now I look and I'm like, who, who I like, who are, are you people? Like, I, besides like the wedding pics where it's like, I can't place one person in the entire like bridal party. It's like, this is you hiking these hotbed opinions <laughs> and like all these things. I learned how to unfollow people uh, yeah. and I've unfollowed so many people. So my relationship with Facebook has definitely blown back in like, it's a different weaned. Direction. Yeah. For me, like Twitter is a little bit more fun yes. for like sharing ideas and yes. jokes and stuff. Do Facebook you... feels like I'm just yelling into a cavern. I hear that. Yeah. Do you link your Twitter to your Facebook? So when you tweet a joke, it immediately posts no. to Facebook. Interesting. No. Interesting. Again, it's you like you just want to keep them separated. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good, good. Yes. Um, but Sorry, that's true, and that's one thing that's that's a that's something worth mentioning about my social media habits. Yeah, I'm very I identify. What's the right way of saying it? I want to keep it clean. Yeah, like I don't <laughs> yeah. want like random crappy links all over, and like I, I want to know where everything is, how yes. it looks, how the formatting looks. I yes. want a clean and organized demeanor. Yes, it might be a little social media OCD, but like I don't want a tweet to spill over into like the next line for one word. I it feels hear bad. that, Bill. The same rules apply for screenplays, so why not do it to you know all of your social media? I as just well. love how sort of aesthetically minded you are, even about social media posts. It's like you, yeah, it's got to look, it got to look right, and like an awkward RT from this person that posts to Facebook, and it's a weird big JPEG yeah. of an awkward face. Yeah, it's like half of the I, article picture. I feel bad about myself. It's bad. I feel bad about myself. <laughs> it's bad. I take better care of my social media upkeep <laughs> than I do my hygiene and outfits. <laughs> <laughs> They are you, always more clean and organized. Than my shirts. Always. Yeah, yeah. My Facebook is cleaner than my shirts. Yes. Oh, that's so funny, Billy. Speaking of which, I'm sweating through my shirt sweating. in this hot, hot headgum studio. Dripping, dripping right now. This is a great time to go to an audition after this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Billy. Oh, yeah. We've talked about this. But why don't we uh, – maybe we do it once live on the air. I can listen to it on the headphones later. That'd be great. So we, I have an audition coming yes. up. I have to do a few pages yep. with a heavy accent from Denmark. Danish accent. Danish that's accent. Tough. You don't hear a lot of Danish accents. It's right. It's sort of a hard one to place. Sure. What, what, what is it? Is it like Sweden is it like right, Norway? right, R- right. So we're just trying to keep it up here. We yeah, think. I think it's kind of up here, generally vague. I would say cheat vaguely foreign. Cheat vaguely foreign. Vaguely foreign. A little upbeat, we listen to also. a little Lars von Trier interview, and it's kind. Of, oh, here I am. I'm going Irish already. So okay. it's, it's a tough one. Okay, it's a tough one. Whew. So wish Billy luck. Next week we'll have an update on how the Danish accent audition went. It will go very well. It will go very well. It will go very very it well. It'll go brown. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. me! <laughs> I am in a deep deep doo Adam. Oh baby! It's so easy to go to a pool. It's so bad. I know. I'm going to apologize in advance. I'm going to walk in and just say to the casting director, "I'm not really a." a Full up Oh, this is bad. <laughs> How do I get? Okay. Oh, Billy, I'm riveted. I'm really, I'm truly fascinated on how this is going to go. Danish is a tough one. Man. Danish is a tough one. Specific choice. Are you like a Danish hunk? Come on, no. He's a guy. He's just a guy in a, well, I shouldn't give too much information away. He's just a guy. Just a guy. Danish guy. Yeah. He's in bed. Amir recommended that you just actually walk into the audition maybe just with a cheese Danish. Right. Maybe that would almost, maybe like. (laughs) For <laughs> the shot. The need for the accent. That's a good advice for just anything, really. Just, just yeah. walk into the room with a change Danish. With the, exactly. Right. Now, would you ever consider making a fan page for yourself on Facebook? Yeah, that sure. Is not, why not, right? I crossed over <laughs> about a year ago where it's just like, you know what? If no one's gonna promote you, yeah. like no one's going to like be like that excited about it. you. Have to just put out your own work. Yep. You have to promote your own work. You have to be proud of it. You have to, you can't feel ashamed or it's yep. like self promotion or anything like that. Yeah. For me, at least, it's like. If you want, if like, if you don't feel bad about it, and you want people to see your work, then just lead the charge. I never felt bad about it either. I mean, I know that like self, yeah, because I also get queasy about self promotion, and it's just like an awkward thing to do to always be 
posting about yourself and things you do. And it's also like, nice to separate, I think, especially on Facebook, where you have like family connected yeah. and friends connected and strangers and weirdos, to like have this one page where it's like, hey, listen, this is just going to be unabashed projects and work. That's right. You know, so then it doesn't feel like, I don't know, maybe it separates it. Would you? I bet you wouldn't. What, make a fan page? Right. Uh, I don't know. I may sooner – maybe. I'm not sure. I really don't know about that. I mean what's the difference? That it's not like a personal thing that you can't like be messaged and it's just more of a prof- – like overly like professional on. context. Yeah, I don't – I can't speak on it too much. Yeah. But I assume that it would be more like you can allow the separation where it's like you don't have to feel like you're promoting stuff on your regular page and that can all be there and you can kind of be your regular old Adam here. Regular old Adam. Yeah. Exactly. Um, your regular old Adam on Facebook, Adam – uh, how has it been for the last couple of months? It seems like you've been pretty pissed. And a lot of people have too. What, just like Trump stuff? Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, yeah, that's that's what's funny. It's like I I don't know. Social media has become – it kind of my use of it has kind of evolved a little bit. Mm-hmm. At first, it was just sort of like silly thoughts and posts and YouTube videos and silly whatever. Right. And then it's sort of like and, – and also a kind of a tool for self-promotion. I love posting our podcasts and posting our Harvard Sound Team shows and all that. And I, I do think it's a the perfect – I mean – I, lo- I actually enjoy using Facebook for self-promotion. It, yeah. it dequeezifies it for me. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it's just a transient scroll. Everyone's just scrolling. You'll yeah. see it. You'll pay one-eighth of a second of attention to it and move on. And that's all I'm asking of you. I'm with you. That's all I'm asking. I'm with you. But, yeah, now, I don't know, like, Trump and it, it I don't know. Yeah, it, I'm it, with I, you. I mean, the world changed. The world, it felt like the world yeah. in the way we, like spoke to one another changed in November. Kinda. And it feels like Facebook did too. So maybe we pick that up in the third act. It, okay, great. Is that cool? Yes. All right, great. Um, we have to come up with a song again. Oh, okay, cool. Second act oh, song. Oh, jeez. Do we have anything? Is there a song about Facebook? Probably. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> there probably Yeah. There probably is. Well, until we find that one, we're going to have to think of something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the, who did the music for the Facebook for uh, the social network? I'll tell you who that was. That yeah. was Trent Reznor, right? Because Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails yeah. did the score for David Fincher's uh, The Social Network. Should we play the theme from The Hell Social yeah. Network? It was awesome. Okay, great. That's a great call.
That was Trent Reznor with the uh, theme from The Social Network. Really good movie. Yeah. Worth saying that Billy has now removed his shirt in between Acts 2 and 3 of the podcast. Not to pull the curtain back too far, Bill, but it's just a, a reality of my life now. Part of my French, I was sweating my tits off. <laughs> I was sweating my Danish. absolute tits off, yeah. <laughs> and I had to take my shirt off because I'm going to an audition. And I, the, in the breakdown of the act character, it doesn't say be dripping wet. Sweaty as hell Danish man. Right. It doesn't say that. Bad looking red sweat man. Bad looking sweaty man. No, no, no. Uh, you ever been to a sauna, Billy? You ever sweat it out on purpose? Sticky time, Biggie dog. time, of course. I train on here five days a week. That's We're going right, into the right. sauna hopefully once a week. For real. Come on, doggy. You do a post-workout sauna, muscle relax, wind down. We have a cardio moment. day. Yeah, we have a, we, so we work out our muscles hard for four days. And yep. then on the fifth day, we do a cardio day Good. where we run a lot, and then we uh, steam and sauna. Ooh, sounds delicious. Sweat it out, y'all. Sounds unbelievable. Sweat it out. There's something so nice about sweating it out in a sauna, isn't yeah, it? It's just yeah. like, it's really nice. There's a spa, and I don't know if this is a popular thing in spas, but one in downtown LA where um, they have like really hot, really hot saunas, mm-hmm. like probably pushing 200 degrees, mm-hmm. like really hot. Mm-hmm. Then they have an ice room have mm. you ever heard of an ice room Mm-mm. in ice rooms they are basically rooms made of ice and they're freezing cold real actual like blocks of ice the walls are like uh if you walk into like a walk-in freezer Whoa. and it's like it's like a like a sheet of ice yes. basically cool. like it's just ice covered frosty yeah cool um that's sick i want to do that that was my favorite room in the spa hot's fun cold's more fun yeah yeah there's something really kind of like endlessly pleasing about just like rapid temperature change yeah you can really like that's give your point. body a treat yep <laughs> um this is a piece of advice yes um in the hypothetical, which yes. may come up in some of your or our listeners' lives, yes. someone may say, hey, if you had to choose between dying by burning to death yeah. or freezing to death, Jesus. Um, for me, the answer is <sighs> burning stuff. to death. Why? Because Quicker? after third-degree burns, you, you don't feel anything. feel anything. You're just totally numb. I was given this advice by a really mischievous camp counselor when <laughs> I was a kid. <laughs> he said, hey, listen, when you, someone poses you with the hypothetical, you tell them you're going to burn to death. <laughs> What a counselor. And I've stuck with that forever. I was like, oh, yeah, after third degree burns, you won't feel it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll burn to death. I'll, I'll burn, burn I'll burn, death. I'll burn. Right. I just love the counselor volunteering that information to a child. Oh, yeah, this hey. guy, he didn't make it the full season. <laughs> he didn't make it the full season. He was uh, dismissed. He was uh, dishonorably discharged mm. from camp. I think his name was Mark, and he didn't make it. Too bad, Mark. Yeah. Um, would I rather be burned to death or frozen to death? Well, burning to death, like you said, third-degree burns, you feel nothing. How long does it take to get to that third-degree burn stage? Because I those... think quick, dude. Okay, good. You're on fire. So these are a few minutes or moments of excruciating pain yeah. and then numbness and then death. Yep. Freezing to death is probably going to take a lot longer. Yeah, dog. Like a lot, 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 And I think lot. you feel every, every inch. You feel your blood freezing. Your toes can't move. Now I'm numb in my fingers and I've lost circulation and I'm starting to get dizzy and I'm just like but slowly I'm still, perishing. But I'm still feeling it. So yeah, I'm burning to death, obviously. I so Mark might not have made it through the season, but he did give us solid Welcome piece back, of Welcome back, Mark. You're hired. Right. Uh, this is the third act of the No Joke Podcast. Today we are talking about Facebook.com, your website. Yep. Do you get freaked out at all with the targeted advertising? Hmm. Matt Hobby was on our podcast last week. We talked about Top Gear. He yeah. mentioned the phrase BOGO, Once. buy one, get one, yeah. in regards to pay less shoes, yeah. a phrase that neither you or I had heard before. Correct. And the next day, the right. day after, later that day, we yeah. were getting targeted advertising on Twitter about BOGO. Yes. Does this this notion of like Facebook is listening to you and they're advertising based on the words that you say to Marina in the kitchen, does that freak you out? No. <laughs> okay. Not anymore. Not anymore. It's just New normal. Yeah. New normal. And yeah. this all feels like totally what would naturally come. Yeah. You know, it, it's not like the fact that I'm not 
stunned and surprised. Yeah. There was a day, like there was one day where we were talking about a different type of television. Maybe yeah. essentially buying a different type of television. Yes. Just talking about it. And then we went on our like Gmail and on the side that exact television had like three different sales. Wild. And that was the one day where I allowed myself to be like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then I woke up the next morning and I was like, all of right. course all of these cameras everywhere are, are collecting information. Are listening to us. Yeah. Does it freak you out? I mean, you know, sure. I mean, freak me out. To your point, it's like I feel like it's there's that like toad boiling in water analogy where like if the water – a toad – if you put a frog in water and just like slowly turn up the heat, it doesn't know it's dying right, and right. it just won't freak out. Awful analogy. Yuck. But I just feel like that's where we're at. It's like social media has just like slowly encroached on our lives and like slowly infiltrated into our well lives and brains slowly yeah. and deliberately enough that now, yeah, like it feels inevitable. You nailed it. Of course. It. <laughs> you just nailed that one. It just that feels is a... what it is now. Right. I don't know I'm boiling. I'm just – that's just the internet. So I think in episode one – or episode two, yeah. we talked about the inevitable of um, singularity. Yeah, we talked about this a lot. Potentially changing our eyeball out for the supercomputer. Oh, yeah. We've done 84 episodes now, Adam. Yeah. Do you think that this is more and more inevitable? Yes. You... Really? Yes, I do. In just those 84 weeks. And I got to tell you, in just these 84 weeks, I think my opinion has evolved a little bit, to be honest with you as well. Tell me more. Tell me more. Like, does she have a car? Oh! <laughs> uh... Initially very, very against uh, – not against – very, very squeamish and initially knee-jerk resistant to the idea of having microcomputers in my blood, in my brain, okay. internet, in my eyeballs. Yep. Now, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> took a little time. That's all it took. I'm ready. Took a little time. <laughs> just, just give me it. Just give me some time. <clears throat> yep. Now I'm ready. Done. <laughs> That is great. I knew it. You're, you've been a big influence. Maggie, my darling partner, is a big influence. She goes, I'm ready. Make me a cyborg. Get it. No way. She's like, give me. I'm, Was I'm, she always that way? She's ready. She's not afraid of innovation. She runs towards it. She wants it. Give Thank me. You. I'm ready. She Thank says, you. I'm ready. That's awesome. I'm ready for the internet in my eyeball. I'm ready. Yes. I have not been ready. I've, I'm coming around to readiness. Mm-hmm. I'm coming around to readiness. Cool. I mean, look, the sort of like, uh, you know, F the man afraid of big corporations isn't crazy about, like I said, three companies controlling our thoughts and brains. Yes. Like either being an Amazon bot, a Facebook bot, or an Apple bot. Or all three. Or all three. Not crazy about that. Nope. <laughs> all nope. of us being like inadvertent corporate machines no, right. don't love that but yeah I'll look at my email in my eyes <laughs> it's so, already happening with, it's already <laughs> happening without the microchips yeah, so like, we might as well whatever. just have the exactly. put the email in my eyes yeah, put it in my eyes I'll, I'll read my email on my hand I mean like well we're not care. quite uh, robots yet <laughs> not yet not quite robots yet yes um, so all we can do now is type on Facebook that's it do you think that there is something <laughs> I don't know healthy or uh, I don't know what do you think is what is the takeaway from being like a, a political activist in, so, in social media or just voicing your p- opinion out? Does it feel good? Speaking it does. For, is, is it like a relief? Does it feel like a – It does. It feels like a little – it feels like a little catharsis synapse firing nice. in my brain. When That's I can great. just like vent a little bit and express a little righteous outrage on the internet and just feel like – it does. I mean – Good. I'm sure there's a double-edged sword, and in like 10 years, we'll learn that like online activism actually had a the one of the unintended consequences, but it actually quashed the motivation and the energy for real activism, and uh, we'll all feel like idiots. Interesting. In 10 years, we're like, well, tweeting about it isn't anything. Right. I mean, like, it, sure, it felt good in that moment, right. and the serotonin rushed your brain, and you felt, yeah, like, right. I, I told... <clears throat> I told Trump that time. Right, 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 right. Like, right, like right. it feels a little bit like 
great in a moment. Yep. But uh, I wonder what the long-term effects or the larger global effect of yeah. it. I mean, there are great parts about it, honestly. Mm-hmm. The internet and Twitter, and again, I mean, this is the simplistic version. Without Twitter, there is no uh, revolution in Egypt. They don't overthrow the government. It's yep. just like, so social media, it, it both is real activism and faux activism at the same time. I yep. think it can be both. Mm-hmm. So it's a little, it's tricky. <clears throat> Do you delete posts? On Facebook? I've deleted a couple posts. Have you? I, I delete heavy on Twitter. Do you? Heavy, dog. I don't care. It's my, it's my list. Forget it's my it. list of jokes. Exactly. I don't like that joke anymore. Bye. I love that. No regrets. No regrets. No. Whatsoever. Yeah, no. I delete. Do you? I delete. How often do you look back on your old posts and be like, you know what? That one doesn't really hold up anymore. Wow. I don't – well, I, I kind of do a – I'll draft it, think about it okay. for a beat. Post it. Okay. See it. Post it. Almost like you. Just like see how it looks. Is see just how it physically looks. Edit. Am I wrong? Edit. No, you're not wrong. You Neither are you. You're not wrong. Edit as need be to clean up the lines. Okay. If need be, you get it. Second draft. Second draft. Not mad. I think I'll sit with it for a second, okay. and then if I feel another like twinge of that's a little mean, I shouldn't say that. What yep. is this contributing to the world? Okay. Other than just like meaningless. So you do have a consideration period after the tweet goes live. <laughs> after. Yeah. After. Okay. Now, what happens if you decide that? You know what? That might be a little too mean or that might be a little too anything. I'm going to pull that. Yeah. But you get two quick likes. <laughs> two quick names pop up. Do you feel an allegiance to those people where it's like, you know what? Like the people are starting to get like a – they're starting to jive with this. I should really like let them ride the wave. The people. How, who am I to pull the wave from these surfers? Yeah, a little bit. I do feel that way a little bit. And have you just been like, I'm just going to leave it up, come back to it in 10 minutes and see what's up? I have. Yes, okay. I have. Okay. <laughs> Again, you're really you're the fact really, that, the fact you're that piercing that, me to the quick. Well, yeah, you're, <laughs> yes, yes, I have done quite literally exactly that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said say? I'm going to delete this. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't Jeff know. likes it. Whoa, Jeff. Matt likes it. Whoa, yeah. retweet from Cindy. I need to sit back. I'll leave it. Let it ride the wave. Let it just <laughs> let it ride the wave, man. The wave will eventually hit the shore, and when it does, then we'll delete. It. <laughs> but let's just let it ride the wave. <laughs> That's so funny, Billy. Okay, yeah, I've done that. Um, on Facebook, <laughs> what would you say is the number of likes that you would get on a picture on an anything where you'd be like, "Wow, good day on Facebook." <laughs> <laughs> um, anything 50 plus 15 plus 50 I would say 50 plus yeah 50 plus okay anything 50 plus likes uh, that's, a, that's a good post can you ad- <laughs> <laughs> can you identify what would mo- most likely get you a 50 plus post would it be a tell me sweet you- picture of Maggie Sweet picture of us together, uh, celebrating our love. Sigoth. What's Sigoth? Significant other. Yeah. Sigoth. Sig- anything with a Sigoth. Close but no Sigoth. <laughs> right. Uh, anything that's like a sweet demonstration of casual love. Yeah. That's an easy 50. That's an easy, easy 50. Okay. This is so funny. To what, if you hit, what if you want to hit 200? You're like, you know what? What's it going to take? I've, I've almost never reached 200 likes. Okay. I have maybe like 4,000 friends because I also was like friending everyone and their mother and their cousin yeah. without dis- – without Just d- click, 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 sure. Friend, friend, yes, friend, friend. Yeah. Serotonin, serotonin, we're serotonin, friends. serotonin, serotonin. We're friends. We're friends. We're friends. We're friends. We're friends. I've never known you. I'll never know you, but we're friends. Friends. <laughs> I, I'm, act- I'm, seek- I'm seeking out your life in my day-to-day. Right. So I have 4,000 quote-unquote friends. Never hit 200? I bet you've hit 200. Again, maybe with a Sigoth. Maybe yeah. with like a particularly sweet Sigoth pick. Yep, 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 yep. I'd say that would, that's really my only shot at 200. All right. Well, it sounds like you've got to get your Sigoth pregnant <laughs> so you can get that, exactly. uh, that 200 baby bump. That's why people get pregnant these days. Right. For the likes. We do it for the likes. Can you place your most successful Facebook post of all time? 
off the top of my head, I'm really I'm really struggling to. Again, when Maggie and I went to Asia and we're posting when she yep. was posting a lot of pictures from Thailand. Again, travel pics are a, are a fish in a barrel. That's my biggest travel pics. That's my biggest. What's your? Do you re- recall your <clears throat> actual? Oh, big time! I couldn't <laughs> believe my eyes. What? <clears throat> so this is on Facebook. Marina and I went to Jamaica. Yes. We were playing in a waterfall. Some guy was like, "Hey, let me take a picture." They took a picture. It's a nice picture. I remember the pic? So here's the thing. It was the perfect storm. <laughs> because Sigoth, my Sigoth, <laughs> Marina, obviously, featured heavily. Lovely. Simultaneously, waterfalls. People oh, yeah. love Nature. a good action water. They're like, oh, they're away. <laughs> Let's support them being away. They're away now. But here's the, here's the third Let's one. Let's support them being away. Give them the like. Give them the like. Give they're them away. The like. They're away. But then the third one, I was topless. Oh, and baby. As the, you are now. And... The there is a large <laughs> section of fans on Facebook Hello. who live in Brazil who Arcane's and Hayek video came oh, out. Baby. And I guess that the character that I represented uh, might have swung that way and now they love uh, my bod. So you're saying a lot of Brazilian gay men like your photos because you have a hot bod and you are Canes and they've seen the Canes video and now here you are with your show. And now and in hot. a waterfall. In a waterfall. With yeah. your cigar. Yeah. Whoa. So I think I probably hit 200 Perfect there. Perfect storm. Perfect storm. Perfect. I'm Mark Wahlberg. Perfect storm. Basically, Mark, was he even in that movie? I don't know, but it seems like he would probably get stuck in oh that Oh my gosh, Bill. So That's a great example. That is the perfect storm. People like to support people when they're away. Yeah, they're away. Hit like. They're, honey, they're away. Hit like. God almighty, Billy. Um, that's vicious. That and is that's, so funny. And that's the episode. This was a blast. Okay. I had a ball talking about Facebook.com. Came and went. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, um, follow us on Facebook. Please do. Facebook.com probably slash Billy and Adam. Yeah, right? S- search for it. It's that's there. We are. Yeah. Um, good episode, Adam. Yeah, good one, Bill. Okay. See you on the internet. All right, man. Have a, I cannot wait. Earnestly cannot wait to hear about this Danish audition. Oh, God. Cannot wait, man. We are a half hour away from Billy humiliating himself. Check but... out our Nicole Byer auditions episode, by the way. Oh, God. Yeah. He's right about that, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, for the No Joke Podcast, I'm Billy Scopure. I'm Adam Lustig. And as always, we will talk to you. Oh, God, it's a poo. It's already a poo. Next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>